Hey guys, welcome back to the Pod of Greed. Welcome back after our brief hiatus over the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, uh, took a week off. Sorry, probably should have said something about that um, the week before, but but we were simply too full. Yeah, it was a crazy week. A lot of traveling, seeing family, um, but we are back and. A lot of stories, a few things to catch up on, new Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Interesting card game stories this time. I've seen a few. Yeah, I have some interesting wild things. Some gaming things. Um, But first, a little bit of housekeeping. So, um, if you check our description, you can actually find our, uh, what's it called? A uh, a Google form, yeah. A Google form where you can uh, submit questions for next pod. And it's in the show notes on Apple. Yeah, on Spotify and like Apple Podcasts and stuff. You'll have a Google form. Just go there. You can submit things, um, and we'll just kind of have it as like a running thing we can check and try to get around to more topics. Uh, also, we are going to be starting a Pot of Greed Clips channel or Highlights channel. Just so you can get bite-sized pieces of the pod, not have to consume the entire pod just for a specific story. Yeah, a lot of people seem like they were in favor of that, so uh, we'll be making it happen. And uh, I think... Oh, Yeah. I have a review for us from okay. from Apple Podcasts. Wait, how many stars? Uh, this is a five-star review. Wow. So remember, guys, if you uh, ever leave reviews, we might read them in the podcast. This guy says, guy, girl, it could be anything. Them. Kai Tai 7 says, possibly favorite podcast. Oh. I've gotten back into the habit of listening to podcasts within the last year or so, and this just slots right into my regular rotation. While this is primarily a Yu-Gi-Oh!-focused podcast, I appreciate hearing stories related to other TCGs and broader topics. These feel like the types of topics I'd hear discussion on in my card shop. Keep up the good work and stay well. We'll try. We will try. Awesome. Yeah, we always appreciate um, any positive reviews, of course. Really helps. Ratings as well, even just those. Um, And it's that slight ego boost I need to get through my day. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose those help too. So, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh off the bat. Yu-Gi-Oh. I think the biggest story that we missed last week, actually, was um, a a new Master Duel ban list. Oh, here he goes, y'all. It's kind of funny, since doing this podcast, I feel like we just... It's really let me see how many Master Duel ban lists there are, because there's just... There have been a lot. I feel like we talk about at least one a month. Um, I feel like we talk about two a month. Yeah, sometimes more. So, this one, uh, most of the discussion on this has kind of already been done, so I'll try not to spend a lot of time on it, but there is obviously, like, a a big card or two on it that, like, everyone has strong opinions about. So, this is going to be going into effect, I think, on December 5th, um, roughly that date, right before the next Duelist Cup. Mm -hmm. It is a pretty large ban list, so they limited Runic Fountain and Mathmec Diameter, they semi-limited Sinet Mining, um... Tempest, Dragon Ruler of Storms, Pot of Desires, Quick Launch, Chaos Space, Pirelli, um, Pirelli Delicious Memory, Labyrinth, Stovey Torby, and then they unlimited Zodiac Dryden and Lyralesque Cobalt Sparrow. So um, I know you're not like super familiar with Master Duel, so this is you know probably not too much you'll know a load about. However, I do know those archetypes that are being hit kind of slightly. Yeah, slightly. So this is a typical Master Duel ban list, like on brand at this point. Mostly semi-limits. Lots of semi-limits. A lot of semi-limits. Um, 
couple limits, um, some things coming back. Not many bands, or not any bands in this case. Before we dive into the specific hits, I just want to just draw the comparison to how the TCG has been semi-limiting less and less cards. Yeah. But Master was like, oh, no, that's just most of the list. We just semi-limit half the game. It's so interesting. I mean, I know we're kind of just, you know, retreading the same ground here but i really do think that with master duels ban lists the objective is strictly strictly shaving down win rates and like representation just percentages rates. Just, just the smallest little percentages um some of the hits are pretty good some are bad so i'll go through them one by one um runic fountain to one i i like that oh and i made a video kind of sharing ban list thoughts as well if anybody wants to watch that but yeah runic fountain to one so I think a lot of people will like cheer this on, but I'm going to say I didn't see a lot of runic to begin with in these past like couple months on at least like not on ladder. And I know that's what they're usually looking at for these hits. And like runic fountain was already at two. So this seems like this is like an extreme, like they really are just trying to like kind of bury this deck a bit. I mean, but then you got to look at the rank that you play at. You play at master rank and I don't even think most players are at master rank. So well, I mean, I'm usually kind of bouncing between like that and diamond, and like I do see runic a bit. It's just it's not it's it's not like card needs to be limited territory. I guess is did they rob you? Uh, no. I think what it is is just runic's not a very pleasant deck to play against on average. It never for most will be. People. And so that's probably why they hit this card. I don't think that they really needed to because it was already at two. And runic can still access this card. It just means that like when runic fountain gets destroyed or especially banished. It's gonna be really very difficult for this for this deck to recover. So uh, it's fine. I won't complain. I don't like facing Runic. I just think that this was maybe a little bit much. Um, Mathmech Diameter is the really big one. So Mathmech is currently, some people would say, maybe the best deck in Master Duel right now. Like right behind Pirelli. Um, Shout out to the Mathmech players because y'all been telling us and we. Do yeah, it's strange because they hit Diameter and not Mathmech Circular, which Circular is the huge. Combo starting Mary Sue card, I always call it. I call it that Mary because... Sue. Well, you know, like, in so in literature, you know, like a Mary Sue character mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, Mathematics Circular is that. It's just a perfect card. <laughs> it it starts... Like, it sets up everything on its own. Activates in hand by sending a Mathematic from deck as a cost. So that can't even be, like... Can't be interactive. That can't with. be, like, Ashed or whatever. And then, like, it's a special summon, and then the thing from the grave summons, and then uh, Circular will start to spell her trap, and, like, everything just goes... And it's it's really like a, a linchpin card to the extent that I would say without circular mathmech would be like five tiers lower. But because of circular, it's like ungodly reliable. And um, in the TCG and the OCG, they hit circular to one. Both territories did. And it's so strange that Master went with Diameter, which is a card that's kind of it's used in their primary combo but it's more of a recovery card, and putting it to one does not change the combo or, like, the consistency in any way. It just changes maybe the deck's ability to, like, I guess, recover in turns, like, three, four, five, something like mm -hmm. that. Um, so I don't know. This one, a lot of people were pretty dissatisfied with this. I, I kind of am, too. I just, I'll hold out hope and see if, like, maybe it, they knew what they were doing after all, and this will change the experience of playing against Mathmech, but... I would have preferred a circular hit. I don't. I don't like Mathmex circular very much. Um, but that's you know, there's been plenty said about Mathmex, so that's that's all I'll add to it. Um, and so a lot of semi limits, like you said, sign at mining to two. Sure. Uh, what uh, does that specifically hit? 
I mean, I guess it's supposed to be another one of these hits to math mix consistency ever so slightly because they, they do run sign at mining and like small world and stuff, ways to search circular. So like, sure. Um, something that I've seen people kind of unhappy about with this though is just that like it also, um, it does also indirectly hurt like weaker cyber stacks, like maybe your Marincess or Salamangre. Well, I don't have Marincess, but I, I imagine other people do. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, um, Tempest Dragon Ruler Storms went to two from one, so it's another instance of like a Dragon Ruler just bumping them up, just proving like it can. These cards can come back. It's it just Konami give much. us all of them at three in Mass Duel and the TCG. I mean, every day I feel like we inch closer to that reality, and also inch closer to finding out that it probably would not be nearly as bad as people think it would. I need Dragon Ruler Red Eyes because that's the only way I'll ever play Red Eyes again. That actually sounds like a really fun... It's the only way I'll do it. ...hybrid thing. Okay, uh, Pot of Desires went to two. So this is kind of the continued crackdown on pot cards in Yu-Gi-Oh. It's particularly Master Duel because last list they did Pot of Extravagance to one. Um, They've already had Prosperity at one for a while. Now Desires is at two. I think that they're just kind of... Finding out pot cards are really good. And then why did they give them to us as SRs? Yeah, it is kind of strange. But I guess by not making them URs, it means that when you get the little bonus for like, um, cr- what was it like? What, crafting? Bra- yeah, decrafting them or whatever, dismantling them. Like, normally if a card gets hit on the ban list, you can dismantle it for like extra material. Right. That's like kind of they're paying you back. So some people have this running theory that like Master Duel kind of avoids banning URs and limiting URs for the most part because they don't want to give players back the crafting material. That lines up a bit what I in like the from like the mobile gaming space. Mm-hmm. If something is considered very, very rare, like a UR or something, they will move heaven and earth to like not take that from people to not break it, you know. Yeah, some people think that's the same thing with circular because circular was like a UR or whatever and diameter's um. not. So maybe they didn't want to give players back a lot of dust. Maybe that's why we no. can't have Dragoon. It would have to be a UR. And then they would probably end up banning it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So, yeah, Pot of Desires, though, it's it's a two now. Um, I think they're just finding out, like, pot cards in modern Yu-Gi-Oh probably don't mix well. Because, like, single cards in modern Yu-Gi-Oh accomplish so much on their own that the idea of a card that lets you see a crucial single card kind of indiscriminately, like these pot cards do, is adds too much consistency on a game that's already consistent and high power level, if that like makes any But if sense. we don't have pot cards, aren't we just locked into whatever the our archetype's base level because its consistency is? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Hmm. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. It feels like a lose-lose. I think it favors decks that already have a lot of built-in consistency. Like, you know, some of these decks have, like, just plenty of ways to see starters and stuff. It used to be that was the the main def- difference between a tier one deck and a tier two deck was consistency. Yeah, and it still to some degree is. So, uh, still though, I guess they feel that these top tier decks are getting more out of the pot cards than other decks are. That's so. fair. Quick launch and chaos space both went to two. These are uh, dragon link. Dragon hits. link. I don't know how much these will really do. I think that the chaos space hit is nice because that was one of their better starter cards. But these are just small consistency hits in the sense that, like, when you lose to Dragon Link, it won't, the experience of losing to it won't be any different. Nope. The top end's exactly the same. And, uh, it just means that over Konami's billions of games that they're recording, math, or not math, but Dragon Link will 
lose slightly more. Then again, how many of us have lost to a top-decked quick launch? That's true. I mean, like, sometimes <laughs> that stuff happens. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't mind these hits. I don't like Dragon Link much. So, hopefully this is kind of where it... Maybe they'll, they might go a little further with this, I hope. Like, cast base could really go to one or something. All right, next is uh, Pirelli or Pearly. People get mad when I call it Pirelli. I didn't. What's, what, what is it supposed to be called? I, apparently, Pearly. Is the E silent? I call it Pirelli. Because then it'll be purely. Listen. Anyway, so they they hit the main cat itself, like the white cat. Just oh, this name Pirelli I don't like or whatever. the black one more. Yeah, I like the black one. It looks cooler. Um, but yeah, so they hit the the white cat. It's the one that has no hard ones returned on either of its that effects. That does need to be hit. So um, it's a little bit of a consistency hit, and then delicious memory is also a bit of a consistency hit. Um, so I'm okay with these. Labyrinth Stovey Torby. Wait, are we still in limit two? Yeah, we're still in. Oh my god! Trying to make my way through. We're almost done. <laughs> Labyrinth Stovey Torby went to two, and I don't. Uh, I don't. I honestly, this is like a weird hit because did anyone even run it at three? Some people ran it at three, and some people kind of would cut it to two just for space. I remember at one things. point people were running it at one or none. Yeah, the the furniture build of the deck have become far and away the most popular variant. This is a weird one to hit to two. I thought that they would maybe hit one of like the big welcome traps that actually like kind of really start things up. But Stoby Torby technically does that too because it can get them from the deck. So like, is Arius in mass duel yet? No, it's not. It'll probably be okay because I think months. that's a pretty good replacement. I think. So, um, I don't think that this will hit Labyrinth much, but it's something. And then they unlimited Zodiac, Dryden, and Lyraless Cobalt Sparrow. Wait, Dryden's unlimited? Yeah, Dryden's at three now. You might be able to do a little something with that. We're back, boys. All in all, um, a banlist fitting of the Master Duel label. Hey, if you guys are sick of small banlists, come play Master Duel. They're, they're massive. Yeah. Yeah, that's a kind of an interesting thing. Like, it does bring me to that whole thing where, like, Master Duel is just its own thing. Mm. It's just Master Duel is its own Yu-Gi-Oh! experience, and love it or hate it, you know, it, it that that's what you get. Um, you're getting a very different format from the TCG, a different one from the OCG, and, like, different card pools. Cards release at different By times. A, a and, fast degree. And it seems like they just have a different approach to it. I know some people are still upset, like, they haven't hit, you know... Uh, what is the card? Uh, Fenrir, Kashtera, Fenrir. It, what, it, there's nothing wrong with Fenrir. It just gets a lot of advantage for almost no investment. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm was. i one of those people who thinks like <laughs> Kashtera, Fenrir could afford to go to one, but I'll live with it. it it's fine. Um, because I can't have a Rise Heart in a TCG. I want everyone to suffer Fenrir's curse. And Maxi is still around. I know that's everybody's favorite Master Duel They're card, never so. hitting that, ever. Yeah, yeah you got to come to terms with that. Just, I don't think Maxi's going anywhere. It's just... It is the Master Duel baby, and they will protect it as such. It will be protected. In other Master Duel news, though. There's more? Um, they just did a really big update. It's uh, the Egyptian God Cards-centric sort of update. So they each got their alternate art cards. Um, okay, okay. And also they finally gave the Egyptian God Cards summoning animations. There are, are summoning. Yeah, they didn't have summoning animations for the Egyptian gods. That's insane. For like basically the first two years of Master Duel, you summon a god card and like no special effect, nothing happened. So yeah, they finally have them. They have them for both their regular arts and their alternate arts. So they have different uh, animations if you're using the alt art versus the normal art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you use the alt art, it's just that art gets its cool summon. <laughs> thing hmm, that's cool yeah very cool i um i did a live stream the other day actually on the main channel team aps 
we uh, were trying to summon the Egyptian god cards and see their artworks and like they also have new finishing attack animations. So like if you win the duel by attacking with a god card, you'll see like Obelisk's Fist of Fate he just, or his fist the entire match. Yeah, like it literally just punches their field and destroys it. And That's like, fair. it's very cool. I uh, wasn't able to successfully see them all, but which ones did you successfully see? I got to summon uh, Ra and Slifer, and I got to win a duel with Ra. And it looked pretty cool. Okay. I was doing this in diamond rank, by the way, for context. So, <laughs> so it was very hard. I should have just gone into casual mode. And, Your opponent's like, ooh, free wins. <laughs> yeah, it was like a six-hour long stream. We just sat there and lost all day. I had fun, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it was rough losing to, like, Math Mac and Dragon Lane and people, stuff all day long. The, you know why the stream was so big? Because people watching were hopping into Mass Duel realizing there's someone giving out free wins in Diamond Yeah, Ray. free wins tonight. You guys can rank up. Um, so, yeah, and then they've added a few new, like, uh, mates, fields, the works. They had, like, a Genex controller mate that you can get. It's like a glacial ice Genex controller kind of always looks so sad to me. Just... Well, I think the story with GeneX controller is that it it's kind of like an abandoned piece of technology, isn't it? Like it's like kind of been VCR. Yeah, like it's like kind of looks like it's just in a junkyard. It's been tapped for all of its like energy and just sad, man. Yeah, so that's pretty much it on the Master Duel front. Um, cool. I so, didn't want to take that long talking about it, but I did. So deep down, you did. You know, you did. So this was actually a story from last week that I didn't get a chance to talk about. Another Yugi archetype was announced in the OCG. Oh, another one? Yes. So, well, so this is separate from the Marshmallow. Yeah, last okay. time we talked about the uh, ceremonial mm-hmm. duel uh, Yugi archetype. Well, this is the toys. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So the OCG announced Toy Soldier, Toy Tank, and Toy Box. Hmm. And I remember reading all of their effects before, and I've forgotten it. But now, what is it? Yeah, you can set them to your spell and trap zone, and then when they uh, leave the field, they get effects. It feels like we're getting a lot of archetypes and monsters that just end up in your spell and trap zone nowadays. Just yeah. Wait, so did Yugi use the toys? Yes. Oh my god. Where I think it was in Yu Gi Oh R. I'm oh, okay. So something a little more obscure. Obscure Yu-Gi-Oh! R is the definitive sequel to the Yu-Gi-Oh! manga. I mean, yeah. That's sort of true, actually. It's not like, sort a, of. Very. It wasn't written by Kazuki like, Takahashi. Though, <gasps> right? I mean, I don't I don't think it was. Wait, was it not? Oh, wait. It might it was, not it was Because you did a short on this. Right. It was his it assistant. Wasn't. That makes I mean, it even more official. Not, I'm sure he, like, okay. It's it. more official than GX. You might piss some off of that statement. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, they you can you set these guys. Like I'll read just one of their effects real quick, just for so mm-hmm. you can see. So Toy Soldier is a level four light warrior effect monster. Fifteen hundred attack, one thousand defense, nothing special. Uh, you can only use the second and third effects once per turn. You can set this card from your hand to your spell and trap zone as a, as a spell. If this set card in the spell and trap zone is sent to the graveyard, you can special summon it. So it doesn't have to get destroyed; it just has to be sent. If this card is normal or special summoned, you can add one toy box from your deck to your hand. Or if you already control toy box, you can add one level four light monster instead. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of like the Grandpa Demito. Do you remember those? Like those oh, old. Oh, what that was. Those that, like the box of friends. Yeah, and all that. What well, is the toy box? Yeah, so this is a little different. Different box. But it, it feels. It just kind of has. 
kind of have similar vibes. And we actually already have a, a toy card in the TCG that has never had the rest of its archetype. Wait, what? Toy Magician. Oh. It's like an old secret rare. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's worse than all of these because I think Toy Magician actually has to be destroyed in your spelling trap zone while these just need to be sent. I bet it doesn't have a hard ones per turn. If it's old enough. It probably doesn't. It <laughs> That's probably, probably the doesn't. one nice thing, but yeah, no. I don't even know if that card has like a reprint. I wonder if you can it, get your hands is on this, it. I guess this is also in that set. Um, the What is it called? It's not Legacy of, it's Legacy of Nightmare. Let's see. This is, that what the is, name of the set is? They have it labeled as 24PP. Oh, like that might be like a... Premium pack. Premium pack yeah. thing in the OCG. Okay. Because I know that the... Um, the like sarcophagus of light thing mm-hmm. that's in um, the next set after. Is it called Legacy of Nightmare? Oh, it's, it's, it's in a main set. It's a main set. It's the main oh. set that's after. What's the one with you, Bill? Uh, Phantom Nightmare. Yeah, it's the one that's after Phantom Nightmare. No idea what the name is. I'm. Too I don't think it's Legacy Phantom of Nightmare. Nightmare. It's, like, it's like a Legacy of something. Anyway, the it sounds like the type of archetype you'd see in like a um, animation chronicles or something. Yeah. So a lot of Yugi love. Yeah. Lately. Kind of Konami knows what weird. sells. Yeah, I mean that, that's cool. I'll, I'll be, I will be interested in these archetypes. I just didn't know that they were really happening. Um, let's see, TCG wise, I'm not. Wait, gonna... I got a rant. 